0: This album is dedicated to all brothers and
1: sisters. My men and my women. And Yonks time. We put our hands together. hop. Hip
0: hop. I'm talking about y'all is hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop.
2: The stories of hip hop, of rap music, are the stories of a million M.C.s who inside of them the words are coming. The words they need to make sense of the world around them. The words are witty and blunt, abstract and linear, sober and fucked up. And when we decode that torrent of words, by which I mean really listen to them with our minds and our hearts open, we can understand their world better. And ours, too. It's the same world. This is Rhymes and Reasons. Hello, good people. This is Rock Digger, birth name Rashia, uh, First Lady of the Flip Mode Squad, First Lady of the Outsiders, hailing from Newark, New Jersey, Brick City, and I am just a blessed artist who has been doing this for an extremely long time and will probably continue to do so. World the world is yours, the world is yours, the
3: world is yours. <laughs> Okay, the first
2: song that means so much to me is Nas, The World Is is Yours. I was a wee old thing when I first heard it. It was uh, brought to my attention by one of my Fellow outsiders who's now deceased, his name is Slang Ton. We were pretty much like the real music connoisseurs in the crew. Like, we all of us really took pride in discovering new music, but he was one of the people in the crew that when he said, Yo, you gotta check this new joint out, I I paid attention to it. Like, a lot of people got different tastes and you know, they got different things that they like for different reasons, but. Slang Tone was definitely somebody who, if he said it was dope, I paid attention. So he brought to my attention this new song that Stretchin' Bobbito was playing, this new world premiere from Nasty Nas called The World Is Yours. I pretty much had my eyes open for Nas. Ever since uh, live at the barbecue. So, this was the second thing I heard from Nas. So, when I heard new music, you know, Nas, I was like, okay. Nice little staticky cassette tape, half the first verse cut out. You know how you, you hear something on the radio and you had to run to pop in the cassette tape and hit record. By then, you didn't miss like the first five bars of the first verse. But it was cool though, because I had The World Is Yours on cassette. I remember falling in love with it because it just, it made me feel like, wow, this song right here is just really defining my life.
3: The whole mic I'm dropping, mechanical movement, understandable smooth shit that murderers move with. The Thief's theme. The theme, play me at night, they won't act right. The fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation, react like I'm facing time like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Wipe the sweat off my dome, spit the phlegm on the streets. sway Tim's on my beats, makes my cypher, complete weather. Cruising in a six-cab, I'm on tarot deep, I can't call it The beats make me fallin' asleep, I keep falling. but never fallin' six feet deep I'm out for presidents to represent me I'm out for presidents to represent me I'm out for dead presidents to represent me, to represent me.
2: I was definitely surprised that I would love something that was pretty Because when I started rapping, I didn't think of rap being pretty Like it was always... Hardcore was always booming in your Jeep. To hear Nas rhyme so rugged on something that was so pretty, it was like, this is nice. This is definitely different. You know, like it is possible to rap on something pretty and still be hard. Cause prior to that, I didn't see it. It was it was public enemy. Everything was hard, it was KRS, it was hard. Everything was just hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. Like I thought rap, I thought hardcore. Not necessarily murdering or killing, but just hard. So it was amazing to me that something as pretty... Pretty sounding as the world is yours was so hard at the same time.
3: To my man Ill will, God, God bless your life. To my people, throughout wild queens, God bless your life. I trickle box of crazy bitches, aiming guns and all my baby bitches. People with housing police, release scriptures, that's maybe Hitlers. You know the mouth, money getting stabbed, rollin' foul. The versatile honey stickin' wild, golden child, dwelling in the rotten apple. You get tackled, a caught by the devil's lasso. Shit is a hassle. There's no days for broke days. We sellin smoke pays while all the old folks pray, to Jesus, soaking they sins and trays. A holy water, odds against nods and slow to finger the word best is dropping my life. To name my daughter my strength, my son and star will be my resurrection. Born ain't correction. All the wrong shit I did, he'll lead the right direction. How you live in large a broker, charge cards are mediocre. You're flipping copper, playing spit space and strip poker, poker. The
2: hook, the world is yours. It made me feel like okay. I have a whole world ahead of me to do what I want to do. And what I really wanted to do was music. And I think when I heard those words in a rap song, it just made me feel like, okay, I'm going to follow my heart. Like, I'm not just going to live this preordained life that my parents had already set out. You're going to go to college. You're going to be an electrical engineer. You're going to be, you know, some extremely high-paid black female engineer and I had a whole life mapped out of rocket science and all kinds of other wonderful mathematician things I was gonna do but when I heard this record it made me feel like the world is mine it's my world it's my decision and I want to make music and he just kind of made me stand my ground with that and kind of just had to let my family and everybody know like okay this is this is the direction I'm going. Love it or leave it.
3: Yo, the world is yours. The world is yours. Smartest, smartest,
0: smartest world.
2: heard that record I was pretty much done with college I was in a place in life where I wasn't really sure how successful I was gonna be in the music I knew this was what I wanted to do but now at this juncture I didn't have my parents backing I had their support like they definitely supported me and didn't kick me out of the house like I I wasn't a homeless starving struggling mc with nowhere to turn you know i had a roof over my head i was provided for but as far as spending money on studio the way they spent money on school books not happening so i was kind of just out there with the outsiders really really struggling beating the streets please listen to my demo like that whole that whole phase where you don't have a coin in your pocket, but you just want to smoke weed and write the best rhymes possible. And that's that's really where I was. And that record really, I don't know, it just made me hunker down and move forward like, okay, I got to get a demo together. Even though I, I actually had been recording prior to that, but this was the point where I had to not treat it as a hobby if I'm going to do this for real, for real, like, if this is going to be my life and my career, I have to really make some moves and just, like, I, I really had to treat it like work.
3: I'm the young city bandit, hold myself down single-handed for murder raps, I kick my thoughts alone, get remanded, born alone, die alone, no clue to keep my crown of thorn, I'm deep my sound alone, cave inside a thousand miles from home, I need a new nigga for this black cloud to follow, cause while it's over me, it's too dark to see tomorrow, trying to maintain, a flip, feel the clip to the... Th- Picture in my peeps, not the ink, make my heartbeat skip, and I'm amped up. They like to champ up, even my brains and handcuffs, headed for end the end of stabbing women like the phantom. The crew was mad big Willie Stout. Check the chip to smell, plus a whole wow. stash through the flock, will burning dollars to light my soul walk the blocks with a box. Check the plus the games people play, bust the problems of the world today.
2: When I first started writing, I was in elementary school, I was about twelve years old. And I was listening to all kinds of music. like I grew up listening to all my parents' music. Like all they did was play albums. we had a we had a little record play in the house and and all I did was play all their records. And I think I really got into hip hop because a lot of the all a lot of the music that my parents was playing they were striking chords with certain rap songs like for instance like one of the albums that my mother played over and over and over and over again was an album by zap and lo and behold when EPMD surfaces like 80% of their catalog was like sampled from zap so I think that's what kind of made me fall in love with hip hop like ooh there's rapping with, with some familiarity to it
4: Relax your mind, let the cost be freeing it down to the size of a PMG. Oh, you should keep quiet while the MC rap, but if you're tired, then go take a nap. Take a nap. So stay awake and watch the show I take, because right now, I'm about to shake and bend. D-I-C-K is my name, my spell things to the clientele. Yo, I walk well. I'm not an MC we talking all that junk about who can be who. Sound like a punk. I just get down and I go for my say check one two one two. To the average
3: MC, I'm known as the Terminator. The the Terminator, make up, food, Jack, ceremony Destroying a ploy when you're on void, never sweating your girl, vibe, but she's a sweet choice When I'm on, the sweet, sweet, i I'm rock on the spot, I grab the steel with the crown top In the beginning, I like to let my rhymes flow. And at twelve, I press cruise control, sit so back and relax, let my rhymes tax. I maintain a phase while i it's always calm under pressure, no need to act girl, listen when I tell you boy, you got stuck, you got to
2: One particular event, the Roxanne Chante saga with UTFO, I actually had that vinyl, I had that on wax and it had their songs, it had the instrumental, I had Roxanne's revenge. And I was just so captivated by Roxanne Shantae. I was like, wow, this girl is going off on these dudes. So then, fast forward, a chick steps from out of the rafters. And her name is The Real Roxanne. And she makes a record targeted towards Roxanne Shantae. So now I'm like, hold up. This is my sister. You You can't be coming at Shantae like that. So I ended up getting a... A tape recorder from Radio Shack but I went and I I saved up my allowance and I got this tape recorder from Radio Shack and I had the UTFO instrumental playing in the background and I recorded a song called don't diss my sister so in my head Roxanne Shantay was my sister and I was going at the real Roxanne for coming at Shantay And I played it for some people in my class. They were like, wow, you know, you're pretty good at this. And then I think little by little, everybody kind of started rapping in school. Like, whoever couldn't really break dance or pop lock became rappers. Either you could break or you could rap. I couldn't really break that well. I have two left feet, so (laughs) I went with the rapping.
1: Roxanne Roxanne.
0: Can't you understand? I want to be your man.
2: There was one guy that was really good. His name is Cornelius, and he kind of became the captain of the boys rapping team, and I guess because I had honed my skills already, I became the captain of the girls' team. So whenever we had a showdown in the in the play yard, it would always end up being me against him. He was so good, like he was one of those type that could he could freestyle real well. I couldn't do that at that time. Like I had to write things down and memorize them. And no matter how much I did this, I would come back to school ready, you know, ready to get them and he would just say one real funny thing that he would just make up at that moment like it could be based on what i'm wearing or how my hair was or whatever but he would just have everybody cracking up and it's like i would just always lose to this guy so i was just more and more determined to make sure like i never lost in a battle ever again I was a really geeky kid so if you can just imagine like the geekiest kid in the class rhyming that was me because I, I really was a geek like I take total pride in it I was the teacher's pet geek whatever you want to call it dweeb like I was that kid I raced home from school to do homework I studied for tests like there was no playtime until the homework was done I did all the extra credit projects whatever like I was that kid but I was also cool because I rhymed so I don't know I kind of like had the cool kids following me. When I first started rhyming like I didn't really see the big picture like it was my goal to host Yo MTV raps like that's why I wanted to Rhyme, But I did always make it clear to everyone that knew me that I'm going to make a record. I'm going to make a record. I didn't know what that meant at the time because I didn't even think it was possible to be a little girl from New Jersey and be able to do that. Like when I saw people on TV rhyming, like everybody was from New York, Brooklyn, Bronx, you know, I. I really thought you had to live in New York to be on television. I didn't think that was something that you could do from Jersey. So once Queen Latifah put us on the map, it was like, oh, wait a minute. This is a tangible goal for me. And I think at that point, that's when I really started saying to myself, like, okay, I am going to make a record and actually put it out and go hard and... Figure out whatever steps it is I need to take to ensure that. I ain't about shit. Nope. What me,
4: dog? I don't floss. no nope. I ain't that nigga JD. Uh uh-uh. uh. You ain't never seen me balling out at the bar, right? I don't rock my ice and bounce for when cars and my road ain't the hardest rover you've ever seen. I ain't the TV screen. It ain't sitting on 18s, dog. I ain't gaining no green in my chain. Don't swing. huh I ain't doing my thing. I ain't doing a thing. I ain't got none of that dough. None of them cars I ain't fucked None of them hoes And none of them bars I don't smoke weed I ain't used to mess With the streets I ain't from the deep Nah, no, I wasn't blessed With the beast I don't be at the spot Swigging my chain like this Swigging my things, these motherfuckers Paying my shit I don't sit low I ain't never pop Chris This Roly just don't look right Sitting on my wrist, huh? Uh-uh What do you mean? Dip the shine down shine down my son I eat no I ain't never caught a case I don't know what tighttus of face I ain't as tight as they say I'm ball out with my click and all but I do show niggas how to spit the ball flow make the hope just put the dick
1: to char as feet what okay so Jay Diller one of my favorite raising some
2: village joint jointwr pieces shouts out to Jay Diller that verse on that record is probably my favorite jay dilla verse of all time i don't know what it is about that verse but i still play it to this day like it just came out yesterday i don't even listen to the entire song i will rewind jd's verse and then like on to the next song my favorite line in that verse is uh uh-uh. uh, wasn't me dip the Sean John, sip for Sean John, no. shit, you want some? I'm like, oh my god, this guy is great! Because he's really not, he wasn't like a flashy, flossy dude up. like that, but just raise the whole swag and cockiness and everything was like, he was raise just letting you know, like, don't get it
3: fucked
4: up. I just down, I'm like, I don't know. Raise it up. Raise it up. Raise it up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't about shit, nope. What me, dog? I don't floss, nope. I ain't that nigga JD. Uh uh-uh. uh, you ain't never seen me balling out at the bar, right? I don't rock my ice and bounce for cars. And my rove ain't the hardest rover you've ever seen. That ain't a TV screen. It ain't sitting on 18's, dog. I ain't gaining no green in my chain don't swing, uh. I ain't doing my thing, I ain't doing a thing. I ain't got none of that dough. None of them cars I ain't fucked none of them hoes And none of them bars I don't smoke weed I ain't just to mess with the streets I ain't from the deep Nah, no, I wasn't blessed with the beast I don't be at the spot swinging my chain like this Swigging my things, These motherfuckers paying my shit I don't sit mo I ain't never pop Chris This rollie just don't look right Sitting on my wrist, huh? Uh-uh, what me mean? Dip the shine down shine down my son I eat no i ain't never caught a case i don't know what tightest and face i ain't as tight as they say i'm ball out with my click and all but i do show niggas how to spit this ball flow make the whole just put the dick to char as feet what
2: i know nowadays a lot of people it associate it Jay Dilla with being a producer. I mean, everybody knows he rhymes, but when you speak of Jay Dilla in a traditional sense, you always think of JD the producer, whereas I think the intimate artist community really appreciate him... As a rapper, more so than a producer, whereas the rest of the world probably perceives him as just being this like awesome producer that raps. But I look at him as a rapper that we do produce Don't quit. Suck nigga, you don't want it. Still get
4: right. in this rap shit. Supermarket phone is simply known to spit. Right. Spit fire like Esther on the sun, dead. A raw duke, more juice, and sun kiss. You want this, you and Jake, saying the rhyme, flawless shit. Fly like MJ in his prime, off the wall with mines I'm grabbing my bars, when to rhyme now nine, nines busing, plus ball all the time Now nah, stay on your mind like great sex You ain't on my mind, I'm thinking about paychecks Niggas large like an 8X X jacket Coney guns, they bust like latex sex packets MCs, they don't rhyme and boy, they line the yard They a ball of mine. we do all the time We do all the fine bitches, they fall the lines Me and my man do something like the source sports They getting money, get long time you your sure. My niggas bouncing, fall rising, yours for You funny, dude, cause really you think you could do me When you roll a 500? 500, that's really 320 Should've left somebody else hook it Numbers look crooked like King Kong shook it from when gas when they celebrate. That's how they play, don't let it be a holiday. Uh, My
2: most intimate recollection of JD was once upon a time I was at his house with the entire flip mode. And me and Buster were having some problems at this particular time, and you know, I've never been one to really put my stuff out there especially when it came to crew like I'm real big on crew loyalty like as far as I'm concerned Buster's responsible for me getting out becoming a successful MC so I would never kick mud on his name but at this particular time I was feeling away, and I didn't care who knew it so I guess JD picked up on that and was like yo you know what's going on i just told him you know i was like yo i'm just i'm just not feeling my particular situation right now and he really he just like looked at me and was like yo whatever's going on just nip it in the bud do it you know he got his you gotta get yours just focus on what you need to focus on and put all that other Crap aside, like he he gave me the tough love speech. Like, you know, every job you're gonna have a co worker or a boss that you are not going to see eye to eye with. And at the end of the day, you can't let that person stop you from getting yours because they're gonna get theirs. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Say no more. And I sat in that corner and wrote rhymes, and, and I was good. I channeled all of that negative energy I was feeling at that moment into a verse. And that was because of his words. Because I probably would have sat there and, I don't know, (laughs) thought of something real crazy. You know, Idle Minds are a devil's playground. So him kind of intervening at that moment was like, okay, you put everything in perspective. You know what? I'm not even angry at the dude no more. So I'm good. Thank you, JD. Prior to getting with flip mode, I mean, I've traveled through many circles. I mean, I worked with the Fuji's. I was never part of their crew, but I was able just being a Jersey MC and when in the Fuji's being a Jersey crew and how Jersey MCs got down. We did some work together. I had a rap partner. We were signed to the Flavor Unit at one point. We broke away from the Flavor Unit. We were signed to Doc's Effects. At that time Eric and Paris was splitting up so things turned to a sour note then Me and my partner ended up splitting up You know I was part of the Lyricist Lounge I'm performing in these Lyricist Lounge showcases I'm performing pregnant I'm trying to get a record deal before my baby is born Like I perform my entire pregnancy all the way up to my 8th month Which is when Q-Tip actually signed me I had the baby so now I'm doing all this with a brand new baby. I think the first time I really kicked it with Buster was on the set of the Put Your Hands With My Eyes To See video. I took the train to the subway with the baby in the stroller and he sent me home in a car service. Like the, the baby was traveling everywhere with me because I, I, I was putting in work with the baby stroller. Everybody saw my dedication and my determination the baby came with me to the studio if I was in the studio till 3 o'clock in the morning and I didn't have a babysitter guess what, Rod Digger was in the studio looking crazy with her infant child in the studio at 3 o'clock in the morning if that's what I had to do to get the music done, that's what I did and I was rewarded for that the motivation was that baby I had to feed my kid if I don't do this i might end up having to get public assistance or something like it was that real if ever i felt too tired to get up and go to the studio or just not in the mood or or feeling like feeling like not doing something that as that baby was growing like oh, okay so the 500 dollars i just spent in baby clothes means nothing because a month later she can't fit none of it like that was my motivation like it wasn't even about me at this point, like I'm, I'm good with oodles and noodles and tuna fish, but nah, the, the baby got to eat. That's right, because I was a sheltered child. And not that my parents were strict, like, oh, you got to be in the house. Like, my parents actually gave me all the freedom in the world. I think maybe because I was the only child. My parents were my friends. Like, to me, my parents were having more fun than the kids outside. Like, they were in here jamming, listening to music. The blues is all right. And, and we traveled a lot. Like, I just led a different life from a lot of my peers I think because I went away to boarding school it kind of shielded me or protected me from the elements in the community which which was a good thing because I you know there were some people that I was hearing were like full-fledged junkies by like the middle of high school and it was sad I was like wow this I can easily see how Not being able to travel outside of the perimeter of your hood can hinder people. And even the ones that stay positive and keep their eyes on a prize, to an extent, a lot of those people are still in a box. Like, you just, you really get your diversity and just. Learn life lessons by traveling and going to different places. If you're just surrounded by one element the whole time, then you pretty much become a product of that environment. Like You can be bougie and be the upper echelon of that environment, but that environment is still (laughs) what it is. I definitely feel like being able to experience life outside of Newark and even outside of New Jersey made me a, a a whole different person and and really prepared me for this career because some of the things that are going on in, in the city now it, it's terrible i mean it's it's hard raising my own child in, in the city you know it's hard keeping your kid on the straight and narrow it's hard keeping yourself on the straight and narrow especially in a place where so many abnormal things have become the norm walking paradox no i'm not Threesomes with a fucking triceratops Reptar,
4: rapping as I'm mocking deaf rock stars wearing synthetic wigs made of anwar's Dreadlocks, bedwars Harder than a motherfucking Flintstone Making crack rocks out of pussy nigga fish bones (laughs) This nigga Jasper trying to get grown About five, seven of his bitches in my bedroom Swallow the cinnamon, I'ma scribble this shit and shit While Sid is telling me that she's been getting intimate with me Sid, shut the fuck up
0: Use the number to my therapist, all your problems. He's awesome with
1: the
2: situation with iFuture, I mean, I didn't really, I, I didn't really consider it a beef because I I don't beef with little kids, you know, that, that, I looked at it as Auntie Digger giving my little nephew Tata a spanking, like, look, there's certain people that you can't clown in this business. You can clown Bruno Mars, you can clown, you know, whoever you, <laughs> what you're not going to do is clown MC Life. That's what you're not going to do. Not on my watch. Secondly, what you're not going to do is clown rock digger. (laughs) That's definitely a no-no. I think they all think because we're older that, like, we're all corny now. We're gone. We don't rap anymore. Boo, you're irrelevant. At the same token, it goes both ways because you got a lot of veteran artists that are angry. But I feel like before you attack a new artist... You still need to be able to rhyme yourself. At the end of the day, this is still hip-hop. I don't care how much of a legacy you have. If you can't spit a dope rhyme today, then you're not in a position to knock new artists up.
1: He made a couple of remarks about me on
2: Twitter, just totally random, like I never met this boy, never had a conversation with him, we don't even have mutual friends, never laid eyes on him personally a day in my life, and I'm just noticing random comments on Twitter like he wished me a happy Father's Day, like just wild stuff on Twitter, I'm like yo this kid is really going. So, I said something to him on Twitter. i like, yo, you know, you need to watch your mouth. Like, you don't, you don't know me like that. And he laughed it off in Tyler fashion. And that was that. I left the Tyler thing alone. Like, okay, I'm not into Twitter beef. I'm not going to blow this up on Twitter. I'm going to look crazy. So, I left it alone. Fast forward, I see some comments on Twitter about a line that an artist from D.C. made. Named Fat Trail. So, I go to listen to the song. And I'm like, oh, okay. He didn't call me out per se. Like, you dig. I'm talking to you. But he referenced me in a what I considered a derogatory fashion. And I'm sure other people would, would agree. So, when I heard that, it was like, okay. Where I come from, you say a rapper name on a song. Them fighting words. <laughs> but I'm not going to fight you with the hand. Like, I'm not going to send the goons after you. There's no fun in that. I'm going to clown you the way you clowning me. I'm going to get you back on a record. I'm going to let you know how Rod deals with MC Disrespect. This
1: guy is back before a meal short of fish fry. Think I'm letting this slide. Fat trout can kiss my global rap ass. Fairly out of DC Tried to look him up He ain't even got a wiki On these records getting cheeky Trying to come for she I'm right at the door Like when them dogs got a pee-pee Some say it's beneath me I should be the bigger artist But this is what happens When you get a nigga started, man The veteran, y'all love the you I love the talk Slick, I love the reprimand But I forgot what to do Such a lady and I'm still more than you, bitch.
2: The record was actually for Fat Trail The blogs and the media made it a Tyler the Creator disc. It's actually a Fat Trail diss The reason why I incorporated Tyler was because When he made the punchline about MC Light being a dyke It was like, okay, see Nobody from my generation ever did. Said nothing but a kind word about MC Light and this little fool thing he just gonna come along and <laughs> disrespect MC Light. Oh no, and then you know I'm having flashbacks about the Twitter, like you know what? I'm about to just whoop everybody ass all across the board. When On one damn record, you'll
1: invoke that spirit. From the only female too raw to compare it To most of these rap dudes that claim they so street I don't think I'm that rough, I think niggas too sweet Soccer my harder than y'all, man, that's pitiful Now I understand why rap is so ridiculed Then I'm on Twitter and I found this joker Since i on my next chapter Sit them down like Oprah, like yo Gabba Gabba It's no laughing matter, this grown woman swaggered You monkey rat bastard, keep it in your own bracket Don't get too erratic I use you for practice Fuckers you create Except the whole generation of a hate horn skateboarding, And worshiping Satan That's binging on drugs Somebody get me the gloves I don't think they need deals Man, I think they need hugs And I was trying to support This young black man It's too bad You probably lost your only black fan For now I keep it on The Norman and the Taskam. Take it any further you might catch a back end Bitch See You don't have to like me you don't even gotta yeah, listen, you to even listen to my shit but you will, but you respect, will me. respect
2: me bitch bitch i had to hurry up and do the record because I was traveling to California the next day to perform at paid dues and we both were performing at paid dues and I wanted to make sure that the record came out before I performed at paid dues. I knew I was going to see them so I didn't want to see them and be like what's up what's up and then a disc record come out two days later. I wanted to make sure the record came out before I saw them so when I see them I know they heard the record. You feel me? So now, I'm like busting my ass going to the studio in Jersey. I got straight off the plane in California to the studio out there to make sure the record got mixed and serviced. And it ended up dropping like the day before paid dues. Oh, you should have seen them, paid dues administrators. Oh, they were shut. I was like, oh my God, is it going to be a problem? Is it going to be violence? Do we need to get security? I'm like, nah, no, I ain't doing none of that. You know what I did? I watched a show. I stood on the side of their stage by my goddamn self watching the show because I'm actually fans of Odd Future. Like, I wasn't, when I said you probably lost the only black fan, like, I think I have campaigned Tyler to a few people <laughs> who would disagree with me. Like, I know no, that kid dope. And then to start clowning me, like, oh, are you kidding me? you gon' make
1: me look stupid now if I just got finished convincing
0: somebody how fresh you are. Uh uh-uh, uh. See, never <laughs> see Knock knock who's that? It's me, your girlfriend had a really nice meeting with my dick. What? I kept that pussy and grabbed that knife, now I got real authentic tear
5: shit. Nigga, you're Nigga, don't believe me. Kiss your lady. The boy's gonna get them the heebie jeebies. Nigga, my dick's ain't made it's easy. I'm gonna look easy. 5150, I'm off the heat. Yo, you, you ain't got, got no fucking easy. I'm in a gang like speedy, getting I'm fucking losing talking all that shit. What? I'm just trying to see some
0: So, I watched the show, I waited for him
2: to come off the stage, you know, it was only one way for him to come off the stage, I made sure I planted myself right there, you couldn't miss me, and he he saw me and was like, oh snap nigga!" and pulled out a camera and took a picture of us. And that was that His DJ was like "Oh, You're my idol <laughs> nah, nah His his crew was really like Kicking it with me Like yo You know We was cracking up We heard that Yo that shit tough I mean You gotta respect it Like I didn't come at you Like oh I'm gonna kill you I'm gonna get the goons on you Like I came at you as an MC. Like alright You clowning me I'm clowning you back Let's, let's just keep it moving Slaying girly in the morning Early got the cash to catch the
5: rush Mob and that's a must C.O.D. I got a- Trust and I'll be BMF and the million won't last a month. All I need is one, PNC and that's enough. And I ain't even crank up yet, but bet I'm gassing up. When my Prada press that pedal, bitch, I bet to fasten up. I exhale and ask the blunt. in my hand, trying to keep it cold, I won't understand. That's why I I roll with the Bible That's roll.
2: with the Bible check for all the new artists. Like I'm not one of them artists like they all whack. They all whack. They might not be what I'm accustomed to hearing. Hip hop isn't linear anymore. When Illmatic came out, there was a clear definition of what hip hop was supposed to sound like. That's why we regard a album like Illmatic as a classic but in 2013 there's so many hip-hop is trap hip-hop is house hip-hop is ratchet hip-hop is club hip-hop is twerk hip-hop is all kind of things hip-hop is weirdo left of center like there's there is no clear definition of what hip-hop is it's young it's old so I don't think they'll ever really be another undisputed classic album again just because there is no like clear cut definition of what hip hop is today you know there's so many different personalities and opinions that we'll never be able to definitively say this is a classic album and everyone old young left wing right wing will agree upon it so i say that to say i give everybody a fair shot only thing i ask is that you rhyme fresh that's all I care about. <laughs> I don't care, like I said, I don't care who produced it. I don't care who you roll with. I don't even care what you're talking about, really. Long as you're putting the words together dope, <laughs> dope enough to my lyrical
1: standards. You <laughs> Cutting cones on coronas, trying to buck up on a
5: bonus. I hear on my lonely last stogie, but I'm focused now. I know. Friends parallel of fuck And all that good pussy near you parallel broke I asked the pastor What's the fastest way to heaven For a bastard with a tarnished past Give me an honest answer With all this Anna Montana Without the hammer, and hammer Am I gonna get the slammer or the casket? Trying to keep a level head rolling on this rocky road. It's a full-time gig trying to keep this Glock cold. I got the work, water, and the pot. Need a hot stove and a down-ass bitch and a squad down the road. I, got a problem I see my role in the world,
2: nowadays my as i digger. I'm here as, why. I guess, a uh, reincarnated MC light, if you will. Like, I'm here to be the MC light of this generation. Like, I'm always gonna be that hardcore female. To some, hardcore female MCs are all but played out, but I don't mind, because that's what I came into this game representing. That's how I'm gonna go out. I'm Auntie Digger. I'm the auntie that's gonna whoop you when your mama didn't, and you could quote that. You know, it upsets me when artists don't understand their value or their worth or their how much of an impact they have on the youth like they're just so concerned with getting a check and popping out the next club banger and molly this molly that and and strip club this strip club that it's like do you realize the things that you're saying in your music there's a child right now listening to this song Making life decisions based on what you put in a song. You're not responsible for raising people's kids or being role models. But you can't be so dismissive of the fact that you are shaping these kids' lives. To quote from the great (laughs) Spider-Man, With great power comes great responsibility. Like, it can't just be all... Money and women and cars without understanding, you still have to play a role in the communities. I'm saying,
1: we got the king and queen of Brick City up on this piece. I'll be seeing y'all talking shit about people too old to rat. Fuck out of here. you mean, too old to rat? i bust all y'all asses. we playing with me. Acting like y'all know. Coming with that grown folks trying to pick a fight, but this ain't Fisher price, kids Nick nigga, night this is that adult swim, rhymes by the gigabyte no disrespect, but I don't
2: take you for the spittin' type, you ain't got no wins in me, casa, I could get smooth Frank Sinatra, or spank him in Potswap, your girl, ride, ride I do this for a hobby, whole
1: crowd waiting for my shit, the party. them bars spill, y'all act shocked as hell, I tell these retailers, y'all best stop the shelf, these hoes tippin' on tight ropes, not Janelle's make music with my mouth, like biz uh-huh. on Next to me, y'all mattels. I'm shells in gazelles. It's new shoppers twelve when I rock the bells. Past doctor L commits the ass whooping get the bell. On these scabs, I catch they ass looking. Hip
2: hop was designed no to teach in the city youth the things right that here. they're not getting from their parents or getting from their teachers or getting from their politicians. Like this was the elders' way of communicating life lessons to the youth. So where does that stand today? Like, if nobody's doing that, if we're telling kids it's okay to to slip Molly in the girl's drink and she don't even know it, I hate to say it, but it's bad. And I don't. And I don't knock artists. I'm not one of those people that feel like, oh, you got to tone it down because the kid might be listening. Because I mean, yeah, we we grown. We talk about what we want to talk about. But I do think you have to spend equal energy also. Letting them know, okay, you also need to be aware of the consequences and the repercussions of things. Now, you're going to have a little kid at a party, at some little teenage twerk party tonight, thinking it's okay to pop mollies. Like, you got to explain to them the negative that comes out of that. Because they don't see the negative. They just see somebody like T.I. doing a year in prison and being done with it. They just see... Chief Keith did 60 days for having a gun in a picture or in a blog and being done with it. Like, no, y'all gotta let these kids know that. No, it's not
1: like that. This ain't no little kid rap here. Uh-uh, this ain't no little kid rap here. Shit, it's that grown folks music. Little homie think he fresh. Tell deuces. They say I'm what they gave him.
2: A lot in my community. I'm currently running for councilwoman in my city, so I'm doing more than giving back. You know, a lot of people equate giving back with just artists coming to the town and doing free shows and handing out some turkeys. No, I'm I'm doing more. I am becoming employed within the city, and I'm gonna make sure the people that are in the position to really make changes in the city, if they're not gonna do it properly. I'm going to do it. And I also, I want people to know that I'm still rhyming. Like, I'm not letting anybody deter me from this because of my age or anything. I'll be as old as Betty White still on the mic if I got the bars. As long as I feel like I still got it, I'm going to continue to still do it. So, we'll just see who ends up being the last female standing in this business. I came into this game a true artist and a lyricist and i will remain as such you definitely haven't heard the last video
0: up in here, I'm exclusive That's why them hoes hawking me like Yusuf Haters gonna hate Cause they chick on a rooster Shorty, I think your car seat need a booster Drug abuser, bricks That's where the face at Out of town niggas Pay tax ASAP First for your Maybach Pockets on rifle. Yeah, now this is it like Michael Drop aim month like your ministry cycle I'm yo Oprah saying rappers I don't like them Tyson in his prime Louis time, And you never worked like like the project in the comms, and that's why I'm a grown man boy. Twenty-four inch ashtray out toys. Never getting dressed for the soul train of out there next door to Elroy.
2: Hip hop matters because hip hop was designed to teach our children, to educate our children, and we need this culture to keep our children and ourselves alive in this world. This is a culture that was created. In the inner city, it has provided wealth. It has provided a voice from us. People from all walks, all countries, all nationalities are cashing in on it. And we need to hunker down and keep this thing under wraps and make sure that we are using it appropriately and making sure that other people aren't misusing us. The world is yours.